Hello and welcome to our first episode of Racers Roots. I'm Abby. I'm here with my co-host and the genealogist slash researcher slash creator of this podcast, Kate. We've been working on this for quite a while and it is so exciting to finally be able to share this show with you all. If you don't already know, the premise of Racers Roots is that we interview people in motorsport to talk about their ancestry and where their families came from and show how they ended up where they are today. We will also be interviewing some descendants of prominent racing figures to show the flip side how families continue after racing. And finally, we'll be doing the occasional history episode where we talk about the history of something cool in racing that we personally think is cool. As you've probably guessed from the title of the episode, today's guest is two-time IndyCar champion, Joseph Newgarden. Kate, do you want to explain how this craziness happened? Well, it started, I mean, it started with a tweet. It was actually more of like a, of like a joke, like, haha, I'm going to tweet Joseph Newgarden and see if he wants to do this podcast idea that I have. And then he actually saw it and was like sign me up and then we had to do the actual podcast so that's, it was that's where well, it all all started yeah twitter which is fitting because that's where we met and that is so that's yeah. where we hang out yeah spend all our free time this was a this was a weird one because it was the first episode we recorded but it was a lot of fun and joseph was a really good sport he seemed like he had fun i'd like to think he had fun I think so. Uh, I wasn't was not quite sure. I always am really mindful of the fact that genealogy is like such a niche interest that a lot of people really don't care about. So I was like, I really hope I I hoped that you know Joseph would be excited, but I know some people really aren't, and so I think he was excited about it, which was really cool and made it a whole lot more fun. I think. Yeah. He, he, yes, he was very enthusiastic, which was great. It's always great when people care about the yeah. things that we have to talk about. Exactly. The part that was really cool for me, which I don't think I actually mentioned in the episode, but I was thinking about it. And I think I also mentioned it to you was that jo- it turned out Joseph had family in New York who was Jewish and were in the like, artistic industries. I think he had like a great, great aunt who was a singer or something like that. Mm -hmm. And my great grandmother was Jewish and a singer in New York in the same time period. So they, they might've known each other. And I just thought that was really cool. That kind of like connection to like such an important part of my family, like might've known his family. I thought that was really cool. Enough of us talking. We'll just let you hear the conversation with Joseph now. And um, as we go, there are You'll hear us referencing photos and documents. So please check the show notes for links and timestamps for any of those things that we reference and enjoy. Okay. So to start, can you tell us like, what do you know about the New Garden family history? Well, very limited. I should know a lot. It's my last name. Um, I think the, the little that I know is that it's of German scent. Um, I remember seeing a, pl- we had a plaque in our house growing up and it was, uh, it was like a plaque of the heritage of Newgarden last name. It was like the house crest. The origin was German, but I think there was some Italian on my, my father's side too. So I don't know if that, I don't think that leads into the new garden, but I just know there's, there's some Italian in there somewhere, you know, but I have another side too. My, my mother's side is Danish. 
um, fully Danish. And, and so um, I know that side quite well, but the New Garden side, outside of it being German, I don't know anything else. So did you know your grandfather, who is also Joseph, because there was, there's four of you, um, did you, did you spend a lot of time with him as a kid growing up? Is that my, my grandfather? Yes. Yes, I did. My, my grandfather was the second Joseph new Joseph Edgar Newgarden, the second, and my dad was the, the third. Um, and then I was technically the fifth. I actually, I had a brother passed away, um, very early in his life. He only, he was only here for probably a, a week or so. Um, but then I, I technically became the fifth, but then my name was, it was also changed later when I was about six or seven. A lot of people don't know this. And so my name was originally spelled with a PH and my middle name was originally Edgar, but then it was changed to J-O-S-E-F. Um, and my middle name was changed to Nikolai, which is a lot more of my Danish heritage, but the original was, was more towards probably the, the German side. Did he ever talk to you about his childhood or in his, like his parents? You know, I know more so about that through my father, my grandfather and my grandfather's father, my great grandfather were that I knew they lived in New York. Uh, I know they started out there. Um, at least that's where, you know, my history of them starts out. And then they ended up moving to Miami later on. And, you know, I think he had various businesses, um, in New York and then later on in Miami. Outside of that, I don't know a lot about my great-grandfather. I know much more about my grandfather. I spent a lot of time with him. Um, so I didn't hear much about my great-grandfather outside of that he was, you know, a very charismatic person. You know, he loved, I think he had a restaurant at one point. Um, I know he had other different types of businesses. Like he just had a lot of different passions for different things. And so I heard those types of stories. And then I think that sort of trickled into my grandfather's life. Yeah, so it it looks like they moved around a lot. I they lived in Westport, which is in New York. Um, I've also found that they lived in Chicago, um, in Albany. They also lived in Niagara, and then they also spent some time out in California after 1950. And that's kind of the censuses are released. I think it's every seven, like after 72 years. So the re- most recent one was the 1950 census, which actually just came out this year. What do you know about your great grandmother? Ooh, even less so. I mean, I, I don't even, yeah, I don't know a lot. I know, um, I, I feel like I heard, I don't want to, I don't want to get my story wrong. I feel like, um, I feel like something happened to my great grandmother in New York. And I feel like she was, an, I, I, I don't want to misremember this. No, it's this, okay. No, because I feel like she was, I feel like, unfortunately, she was killed in New York, um, like in a, a terrible situation or, a ter- you know, like in the street somewhere, like, like she got stabbed or something. And it was pretty traumatic, I think, for the family. Um, I remember hearing a story like that. I don't know if you've seen it. Have you seen anything yeah. on this? Does, yeah. Does this, yeah. Does this coincide? Yeah. Okay. Oh yes. my gosh. Okay. So I did hear this. Okay. Yes. And it's okay because yeah. um, misremembering like family stories, a lot of times it's always passed down and like people misremember or sometimes there's like concealing of, of things. Your grandmother, I actually, I have slides. So I'm going to share my screen so you can actually see the newspaper clippings. And to be clear, this is not a true crime pro- podcast. Yeah, this is not, not a what, true That's not what I mean, we it's... normally do. But. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to make my wife very happy. She, <laughs> she just, she listens to a lot of true crime. 
So she had, I guess, left her house to do some shopping um, on the 10th. Um, and one of the things was to go get a suit for her husband, for Joseph. And she just never came home. And so they were searching for her and realized a house in the same block. Um, so not far, a window had been broken in the door and that's where they found her. I have more articles. I was not sure if you would be interested in it because some people aren't um, interested I, in that kind of thing. So I, I mean, I am, I, I, you know, I, I briefly heard about this. I've heard about this yeah. story. I heard it was very, you know, it was a very obviously traumatic thing yeah. for the family. So, but I didn't know the details of it and it is interesting to, to learn about it. Yeah. So she had eight kids for ages 16 to one and a half. So mm. they never for sure figured out who did it. There was another attack a few months later. The woman like threatened to scream and the guy ran away. And then there was a second murder in the same housing project. And they caught who they thought did, did that. And they were pretty sure that it had been the same one that had strangled Dorothy, but they could never, never prove it. Um, and, and where did they suspect this happening? And she was going to purchase a suit. She was coming home. There's another article that talks about how the suit was still next to her body when they found her. So like oh, wow. she had come home, was on her way home. She was almost home. She was like a block from her house. And, huh. and that fascinating It's terrible. Yeah. So, and I just being your grandpa was 14. So like, that's such an impressionable age. And yeah. Yeah, not really surprising. Didn't talk about it. Yeah, it wasn't brought up much, um, you know, which is, un- you know, like you said, it's understandable. Like, I, I remember being it being a very traumatic thing. Um, and I think obviously left a pretty significant, you know, scar in, on, on his memory and probably for the family. So I'm curious when this coincided with moving from New York, because I don't know if that happened briefly after this or there was a little sustained time. But I know, you know, they moved away from New York eventually and, and ended up settling closer to, to Miami. I'm pretty sure they moved fairly quickly because I found a newspaper article less than a year later that was talking about how a little boy had died in the same house that the New Gardens had lived in, but like it wasn't connected. Huh. But I know by 1950, they were in um, California. So the family story was true, but yeah, they were never able to figure out who had done it. The only real clue they had was that she was strangled and like there was like grease stains. So they had assumed that whoever had done it was like some sort of construction worker or something to have like the grease on his on his gloves. Oh, interesting. So, yeah. So going we'll go back a little further. The cool thing about Ancestry is people can put pictures on there. And so there were pictures of, so this was your great grandfather and then his two sisters and then their, his mother. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You're going to have to send me all of this. This is yeah. crazy. My dad's going to get a kick out of this. Super cool. Yeah. And then I found this. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. So this was, would have been your great grandfather still. They had like this column where 
they would take pictures of people and then ask them a question. And so this was in 1923. And so we can, we can see that he's a, a typewriter salesman, okay. which is really random. Um, yeah. He seemed to have had quite a, quite a few jobs. Like you said that he, he did a lot of I think, yeah, different I, I, things. I heard he did a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You tell me too. Well, you might uncover some bad stuff. I mean, outside of the death. No, <laughs> no I don't. at least one sort of oh, interesting yes. thing. Oh, yes. I, I, I forgot about that one. Yes, we will get there. We will. Okay. So Joseph Edgar Newgarden Sr., which was your great-grandfather, his parents were Albert Newgarden and Fanny Schwarzenberger. Wow, that's a name. Yeah, that's quite a name. Do you know anything about them? No, nothing. Okay. So this is Albert. He oh, was wow. he was born around 1860. I could not find any two records that had the same birth date. So he was born somewhere between 1860 and 1863. It, it, it depended. Um, mm. And he immigrated to the U.S. in 1863 with his mother and siblings. And from, he, from, Ger- from Germany? From, from Germany, Prussia, Poland-ish. So oh, probably okay. like Eastern Germany, I think. Okay. Because yeah, it was pre-war. So Yeah, pre-war. And he went to school and he became a dentist. And here's another okay. picture. This is Albert and, and Fanny. <laughs> Look at these two. Schwarzenberger. Yeah. That, that sounds yeah. very, very German. And this was the ship log. And this is his mother. Her name was Rebecca, but she went by Rika. And then Albert. And then if you look, it looks like New Garden was originally spelled N-E-U. Mm. G-A-R. And it, maybe it's a D or a T. I, would, I saw it spelled a lot is with a T, T-E-N. And so event, it seems like probably once they got over, they Americanized it, which is really common. Mm. So Albert was a dentist. It seems he normally was okay, but he did have a, a minor mishap with this. He died in a dentist chair. Well, no, somebody oh, died. Oh, he gave him gas and he died. Yeah. What? And I looked, no. to, I looked to see if like there was any, any sort of follow-up and there wasn't. So I'm assuming he was not found to be like at fault. But yeah, I mean, you know, this was the 1800s. Like it was probably this. Yeah. This stuff probably happened a lot more frequently. Yeah. Well, I think this yeah. was night in the. It was, this was in the early 1900s, I think. I okay. Didn't write a date, but, but yeah, it was early. That's so quite. A, would, that's quite a bit later, though, because you said they said that you they immigrated around 63. Yeah, this was in like the early. I think somewhere between 1900 and 19. 19- 10. He passed away okay. in 1928, though, so he lived a long, full life. Did you know that they were Jewish? Yes. Yes, yes. I did know that for sure. Because he and, and Fanny were, are buried in Union Field Cemetery, which mm. is a Jewish cemetery. I think it's in New York. Um, yeah, I definitely knew that was a big part of the New Garden side heritage. Yeah. And then, so this is a picture of Fanny when she was 19. Um, 
So she was born around 1869. Also, I, I never found it like a birth date for her, but it was it was either between 1868 and 1869. Her parents were Joseph Schwarzenberger and Sarah Roggenberger. Her dad died when she was either an infant or a year old. It kind of depends on exactly when she would have was born, but he died in 1869. Mm. And so I'm, I am guessing that the original Joseph, which was her son, was named after her father. That's yeah. I was just thinking that that's the connection there. But yeah. they lived a long life, it looks like, you know, because if they were yeah. right. So they came over, um, you said around 60, 63, some, somewhere mm-hmm. in that time period. And were they like 19 when they were coming to the U.S.? Um, no, Albert was like a small he was a small child when he came over. And she oh, okay. was she was born in Philadelphia. Ah, okay. I gotcha. Um, she yeah. was already here. Yeah, she was already here. Um, and she's really, really interesting. I th- so her sister, his name was Jenny, and she actually married Albert's brother, Max. And they were very artistic. Um, Jenny was a singer, and Fanny actually went. And graduated from the Spring Garden Institute in, I think, in the late 1800s, like 1889. And here, so she was in an exhibit um, in 1889 in the Philadelphia Academy of Fine Arts, their annual exhibit. Mm-hmm. And this is the, the one of the paintings. This is the duck and plover. Okay. That she painted. This is still and, old school. Yeah. And... She won the Baird Gold Medal for a wallpaper that she designed. And I don't know what the wallpaper is. I couldn't find it, but but she she won it, which I guess it was a pretty prestigious award. Wow, that's fascinating. Congrats to her. Yeah. You have art art are you good at drawing? Is that was that passed uh, you know- down to you? <laughs> Funny enough, I did like to draw when I was younger. I, I did have a, a bit of a, I don't want to say I was bad at it, but I had a knack for it. I wasn't a bad uh, little artist, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I had some natural skill set that was above and beyond. Um, but I did like to, I, I love to draw a lot. Um, I have some really, like there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of small pieces of art that my mother has saved. So if she saw this and heard this and saw this painting, she'd be like, Oh, well, this makes sense. And she would show you like three or four different things that I, she has kept from me that might line up with that briefly. But um, I don't know that that's where my ultimate skill set was. Um, and so this painting on the right is actually a, like a, a pastel she did of her mother. Mm. Um, and I'm, I didn't find a date for it, but I'm actually guessing she did it from memory because her mother died when she was 20, but she was really active in Jewish society in New York. Um, And she outlived Albert by about 25 years, I think. Okay. So Jacob Newgarden, which was Albert's father, he was born around 1820 in the Prussia Poland area and he came over before the rest of his family in 1860, which is like was a really common thing to do. Like that, the the husband would go and establish himself, make some money, and then send for the rest. And so they settled in 
Philadelphia and ran a clothing store that became New Garden Bros. Are you kidding me? Straight ribbon box. No, this is, and this is like an actual card from then. Oh, I like, this is the most hilarious thing that you have on the slot. I know. I, I don't know anything about this. And we've literally created bus bros this year. Yeah. He, he's got, I'm going to send this to McLaughlin because he's going to freak out over this. <laughs> new, what new is this? So, so hold on. What, repeat that for me. What is this again? It was like some sort of, was it a flower shop? Would you say a ribbon box? It's, it was a clothing store. Oh, just a clothing, so, new garden bros. <laughs> So, this is amazing. So they it, they sold like ribbons and silk, velvets, feathers, artificial flowers. And this is Max New Garden, which was Albert's older brother. He took over this. I couldn't really find a lot of good information about him. I think he died in like 1909. So I don't know yeah. what happened, but yes, there was New Garden Bros. Like that was what would be hilarious about this is I'm I'm literally trying to get Bus Bros copyright um, protected right now, and I'm just going to submit this and say, <laughs> look, this is part of our lineage. This is uh, this is why we should be able to 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 copyright this name because it's just part of our past. Wow, I love that. That is so fascinating. What you have dug dug up and found. Thanks for listening to the Racers Roots podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review wherever you are listening and follow us on Twitter at racingroots underscore pod.